0: Well, welcome to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from beautiful Southern California. Thanks for joining me tonight. So we are going to be talking about intuition with my special guest, Lisa Kay, who is the author of the book, Intuition on Demand. Now she has a PhD in metaphysics as well as engineering and psychobiology. And we're going to be talking about how to access your intuition and how to tell the difference between intuition and imagination, as well as many other things. It's going to be a great show. So stay tuned for the entire hour. You're going to love this information. Now, I believe that all who are listening around the world are choosing to evolve from the rather hectic third dimension into the fifth dimension, and that's why I think it's so necessary for us to each develop our own intuition. Along with developing our intuition, we all feel the need to address the lack of self-worth that we have within ourselves, and this is so very, very important for us to address right now, one of the ways that we can start believing in ourselves and our abilities is by self awareness of our thoughts. Yes, that does mean that it's time that we start monitoring all of our thoughts, and we need to take it very seriously now, like never before this is a very simple procedure and once we start using it we actually can train our mind to keep on monitoring therefore we can shift the way that we're thinking at a faster speed i have a friend who wakes up depressed and and wanders around depressed as she continues to talk about why she is so miserable In other words, she is in her full-blown victim identity. As much as I could talk to her about letting go some of the thoughts and developing a new way of thinking, she clings to her misery. Well, why is this? Well, it's because she doesn't believe she has the power to change her thoughts. Isn't that sad? she doesn't believe in her personal power to create a new life and when you feel powerless who wouldn't feel depressed you have heard me say this very often that there's only one thing that you have control over and that is your thoughts yet some people find it's more comfortable to feel like a victim it's what they're used to and it's kind of like a self-preservation they say i'm okay it's the other person who's evil <laughs> and not only that this is the only way my friend can get attention from others, She doesn't have a clue that victimhood is a real turnoff to many people. So she ends up losing friends one by one and then gain new ones. And then often blame her friends for not understanding her. What a vicious circle. Well, I have been there. I have done that. And I have been a, an incredible, perpetual victim for the majority of my life. And it wasn't until I started saying, no, I'm going to think another way, did my world start changing. Now we all get down. It's normal for any human or any animal. They go through a little bit of depression as well. But if you stay there longer than a half a day, you are not using your powers of choosing your thoughts. Remember, you can only change that for which you are willing to accept responsibility. And if they can't accept responsibility for their thoughts and actions, the disconnect starts immediately from others around them and from the energy of all that is all of a sudden they are stuck in the muck and can't get out for long periods of time now that's the reason for this show and for law of attraction radio network the basic premise of the law of attraction is to take complete and total responsibility for your thoughts and actions In the law of attraction field, there's no such thing as being a victim because being a victim steals away your power and you give that power to another individual so that you feel like a victim. Again, it's a non-ending circle. So our daily message is to keep your power Don't give it away to others who tend to make you upset. Keep it and create something better because that is your power. Nobody can take it away from you, but you can give it away. And remember, 2018 is about manifesting at rapid speed because we are now flowing through the fourth dimension portal into the fifth dimension. You can't get into the fifth dimension if you are a victim because that is an issue retained and preserved in the third dimension. Does that make sense? Well, that's why I brought on Lisa Kay to help us understand that our intuition can guide us to soar to new heights and a new reality. We need that intuition to be developed now. So let's take a fast break and when we get back, we will have Lisa Kay with her book, Intuition on Demand. Did you know that every human uses only a small portion of their powerful mind? Jules would love to serve as your guide into living your dreams. Go to creativeguidedimagery.com. That's creativeguidedimagery.com. It's here, it's hot, and it's a must read. It's the science behind The Law of Attraction magazine. Every issue brings you great articles and in-depth how-tos from all your favorite Law of Attraction experts, authors, scientists, and medical professionals. Go to lawofattractionmagazine.net. That's lawofattractionmagazine.net. I'm back and you are listening to Law of Attraction Talk Radio with Jules. I want to remind you that there is a brand new free hypnosis mp3 that you can download into your computer or your phone. We still have the money activation hypnosis mp3, but now we have how to find your true love hypnosis mp3. And Constance Arnold is giving away her own mp3 about how to have a winning mindset. And it's brilliant. All of these will remain free for your enjoyment. So how do you get it? It's very easy. Just go to loaradionetwork.com forward slash free dash money. And sign up for the update. Because I plan to add new ones on a consistent basis. This is our gift to you for listening to our network and for choosing to take your power and keep your power so that you can create a beautiful new life. Now we're beginning to work on the next issue of Law of Attraction magazine, which is featuring Dr. Sue Mortar on the cover. And this is going to be a great issue. We've got some really exciting things going on with it. So I urge you to go sign up for a print subscription now or just read all the previous issues for free digitally. We are having such a fun, fun time with this magazine and it is expanding like you wouldn't believe. I mean, we have had about four thousand copies printed up in japan (laughs) it's so exciting oh my goodness so be on the lookout for the next issue which is actually march 1st now let's talk to lisa k the expert on how you can develop your intuition welcome lisa k to law of attraction talk radio i'm so glad you could be with me
1: well, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you today.
0: Thank you. Um, so we are going to be talking about one of my favorite subjects, which is intuition. And you are an author and a speaker and a teacher specializing in intuition and how people can develop it so that they yeah. can use it for every aspect of their lives. And I think this is incredibly important. Uh, for everyone to grasp, because it's something that can be developed.
1: Oh yes, absolutely. It's so, a, it's part of our biology.
0: That's right, it is. So tell me, um, how did you get into focusing in on intuition? Have you always had access to it, or did you develop it yourself?
1: Um, I started out, uh, you know, not being intuitive at all uh and but, I loved it. I thought it was the most fascinating thing on earth. You know I wanted to be uh very intuitive. I always thought that people who could know things with, just you know out of the blue not to get on that plane and and follow that guidance and uh was just like magic and they say that everybody has the ability to be intuitive so i wanted I wanted to be intuitive myself so I went out and and studied and um with a lot of great teachers and I also used my background and uh Psychobiology science and and try to figure it all out and and make it work for me
0: Wonderful, so how long did it take you to develop it?
1: Well, that's a great question.
0: When did did you first notice that? Hey, wait a minute. This is starting to really work
1: (laughs) You know, it's interesting. I think no as I'm thinking back on it um, one of the things that helped you know, it's a growth in terms of a skill kind of thing, like anything. So um, there were um, some immediate successes that I had when I started to do some learn some techniques and use them and understand exactly what intuition is in terms of how it comes to you inside. Uh, and that... Helped me pick up information right away. Um, I think what happened over time is it started to grow in terms of more detail, more facility, uh, being able to use it uh, when I wanted to, and get more information, and get more, and use it on the things that I was looking to use it for. And that's you know that took a period of I would say. Um, what really influenced it the most was how much i practiced and used it and i i did i was you know using it and practicing it and and doing um intuitive work with other people uh in terms of um, helping them you know doing some intuitive readings with them and and that increased my skill um quite a bit and i would say it took probably i'm guessing probably about a a year before i became really you know super intuitive and very confident in it, let's put it that way. Okay,
0: confident, that, mm-hmm. that's a key word. So, what is your definition of intuition?
1: Well, intuition is defined as knowing without knowing how you know it. Mm. And so, so that's a, a pretty broad definition, but it is... Um, it's pretty clear in what it is, and there are things that we know intuitively. Uh, we don't know how it comes to us; it just appears. We haven't deduced it. We haven't thought it out. We haven't, you know, tried to logic it out, and uh, it just we just know. And that so that's a pretty good specific definition of what intuition is.
0: Wonderful. So, what are some of the steps that a person could start to uh, get in touch with their intuition?
1: Well, what the first thing you need to do is you need to understand how intuition comes to you and how it comes to all of us actually there are specific characteristics of intuition which um... by the way actually and fascinatingly enough for me was discovering that the way certain parts of our brain work is exactly the same way people get intuition so i'd like to say that our uh, the intuitive part of our brain is actually the right side of our brain which is the right hemisphere and the way the right hemisphere um, is processing information in ways that we're um Probably not so much used to, so that's the side that is what we call intuitive. But it also processes information in terms of symbols, in terms of pictures, in terms of abstract concepts. It sees the big picture. It knows what's the difference. You know, here are two pictures that are the same. One thing's different. You know, and you know what is that thing that's different? It's the right side of your brain that figures that out in an instant. Um, The left side of your brain is the side that's the thinking side. It's the side that deduces things, and it's the side that uh, um, has ego and judgment. So that's the non-intuitive part of your thinking, the non-intuitive part of your brain. So when you understand the, how the intuitive side of your brain works, um, it helps you know how intuition comes to you. And that was one of the biggest questions I had. Well, you know, how do people know those things? How do they, What is it like inside? What are they experiencing? And they're getting information in bits and pieces that are through images, pieces of images, um, a very quick maybe abstract thought or a, a word or two and, and and or a feeling. There are a lot of different ways and so that's the, the first step in being able to um, get a good handle on your intuition is knowing the characteristics of intuition and, and what is it like inside you. Uh, the second thing is to be able to have a technique that works with your intuitive brain so to speak, to gather the information that is being presented you, to you intuitively so that it makes some sense. And, and that's basically what uh, my book is about in, ter- in terms of giving you a step-by-step um, technique that will help you g- gather that information so it does make sense to you. Mm. So, so those are the two major components.
0: So how does the pineal gland play into this because that's the third eye and i stress pineal health dramatically because it's like um where you're getting download of information Mm -hmm. so how does it play out with the intuition is that Uh, where we get it uh i uh, know it's the right hand side but (laughs) i think that health uh, and decalcification of
1: okay. the yes.
0: pineal gland is so important.
1: The pineal gland is a fascinating gland. Mm-hmm. And what is. it is, it's actually, um, and they call it the third eye for a lot of reasons. So scientifically, and this is what I found was fascinating. So the way the brain evolved over the years is, you know, if you believe in evolution, that we um, started out as uh, as mammals and... and um, kind of a lower evolved creature and the brain started out actually much smaller and it was and as we evolved into homo sapiens what grew in our brain is what we call the cortex uh, the neocortex, which is the the top part of the brain. Mm-hmm. Now, the pineal gland is actually um, centered in the middle of your head, right and it's it's middle, lower yeah. and it's lower down. It's actually below the neocortex. And so, um, back when you know the, the lesser, of, well, the 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 lower evolved animals. Uh, if you want um, an example, would be say the lizard or a, a frog. So their brains are very small because they're not missing that neocortex. So what is le- so their pineal gland or their third eye is actually closer to the top of their heads because they don't have that all that brain material on top of it and what they've discovered is that that gland in these animals is actually it really is a third eye it actually can sense light and it's, uh, they theorize that it's used um, for sensing light, that it's used for sensing, um, I, I believe it's also uh, in birds, who also have smaller brains, um, it helps them navigate, and and we're not exactly sure. Um, so as we have evolved, that gland is still in our brains, it's just that the top part started to grow, and now it's in the center of our brains. So metaphysically, one of the things that the the metaphysicians, those who can see metaphysical energy uh, and see the energy that comes into us um, that's metaphysical and that brings in information to us, one of the things that they have um, they say is that that metaphysical energy comes into our heads and it comes in through you know, the center of our brow and it actually follows along the lines of our visual, uh, our, our neural pathways, the actual physical neural pathways. And, but then it also, instead of going straight to our visual cortex, which is in the back of your head, it actually goes around. It makes a little uh, turn, so to speak, and it goes around the pineal gland it actually bypasses. This is the metaphysical energy now, and it bypasses. It goes around it, and then it shoots back to our visual cortex. And so that's how we actually get um, information from this metaphysical uh, energy as it's passing through our heads and goes through the or around the pineal gland, and it's and it's actually um, activating it. And it, remember, the pineal gland is actually able to sense this energy and so that is believed to be the connection between our our sense, our intuitive sense of um, if you want to call it sight that uh, can sense this medical, metaphysical energy by going through that pathway and why the pineal gland is actually involved in it. Does that make sense?
0: Yes, absolutely. Um, and also the, the reason why I feel it needs to have a lot of focus to strengthening that gland It's because of the fluoride in the water and i've read studies after studies after studies that calcifies and hardens up that pineal
1: gland Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm.
0: that it doesn't accept the vibration so you are, in fact, not only blocking the natural-made melatonin in the body that helps you to sleep, you are actually blocking all of this information flowing in through the collective mm-hmm. consciousness. And, and I think that is where, if people can focus in on what they need to do to strengthen that, they're going to allow a, a deeper sense of what's going on or a deeper connection. I would have to say to everything.
1: Yes. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Absolutely.
0: I I think that that's one of the important um components for me anyway. And also mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you, you know, like there's like um massage therapists, um I'm a hypnotherapist, um and there's all of these other people like uh, reiki masters and everything. They are developing their intuition
1: mm-hmm.
0: at really high speeds and I found with me as we are connecting th- to that person there's more information that flows especially mm-hmm. that massage therapist boy they pick up so inform- so much information without even trying so it's that contact between the the skin that actually helps too is that correct because i really haven't done research on that but i find it fascinating
1: well i I believe um you know uh, one of the reasons why i studied um energy healing is because this energy thing kept coming up over and over again in all this you know intuitive psychic development and i was like well what is this what is this energy, this psychic energy, this metaphysical energy, and uh, so I went and I studied, I studied um, Reiki, and I studied uh, IET, and I studied Qigong, and Qigong is the ancient, um, the first, I believe, uh, study in energy, metaphysical energy, by I, the Chinese I mean right. 5,000 yes. years ago, yes. It, and, and yes, and the word Qigong actually means qi is energy, and gong means work, and um so you know really getting into that and and becoming an energy healer and i've discovered um a lot about this metaphysical energy and and uh working even with crystal energy which i think is fascinating and starting to feel it and move it and and being able to um connect to it and to other people's energy was is a very enlightening process um and i believe you know uh from my studies in metaphysics and um, and biology and psycho- psychobiology, it's the way it's all connected. So the energy of the universe, which is what I believe, is uh, the energy that's in everything, right? Energy, and I, I know this is well um, repeated over and over again: is that all is energy, and that and physics says that energy can only be it can not be created and it cannot be destroyed, it can only be transformed. Now that's from physics, that's what the scientists say. And so it means it can only be transformed. If that's the case, then everything that we have, everything you see, everything you feel, everything that's physical, the chair you're sitting on, right, the room that you're in, is made of energy and it's all the same thing, it can only be transformed. So if that's the case, then uh what the metaphysicians believe is that um the that our physical bodies are born out of um the metaphysical energy first the, the metaphysical energy is exists first so there is a matrix of energy that our physical body and everything that is physical is is built upon right so the energy comes first and then the physical it manifests and you and that is Part of how we can connect two things, and then the Chinese believe that energy, and as, as well as all these other energetic philosophies, is that energy is constantly flowing, and that it's flowing into you, it's floating out of you, it's coming in, it's re- it's rejuvenating you, it's nourishing you, um, and that energy, your energetic health, is is important to your physical health and. Uh, all everything else because everything is energy so whether it's your mind body and spirit it's it's very important so when people getting back to your question and your point is that those people who are working with the body in terms of energy so if it's reiki um, and and i think even massage therapists they are working with what i believe is that they're helping um move energy through the physical side, you know, right. when you are able to uh, get your get your circulation flowing and the fluids that are flowing in your body, you know, and, and getting the quote toxins out, um, that's gonna help your energy flow as well. And when you do that, uh, you become more connected to this information that comes to you intuitively. So that was a long answer to <laughs> your short <laughs> yeah, question. Yeah,
0: but it was a great one. It was very good. So let me ask you how do you know and i know this is a big question for everybody who's listening how do you know that you are getting the right message how do you know that it, it's just not your imagination
1: okay well there there are two there are a couple answers to that um the first thing well let me tell you what the first one is the first one is you have to practice mm-hmm. so it's like any skill right um and I, I actually talk about it in the book. Don't, you know, don't um, you want to practice and know that what you're doing is working? So that's the way that you know there's working. So if you're learning how to play tennis, you're going to practice hitting the ball. Let's say if you're learning how to serve, uh, you want to hit that ball and make sure it goes into the service box. Well, if you practice in and In the dark, so to speak, uh, you'll never know if it goes into the box, right? So you have to practice in a way that you can validate what you get. So that means that as you're practicing, you want to practice using exercises where you can find out what the answer is. So, um, so a good intuition. So here's a good intuition exercise: is uh, you want to use your intuition to say into it what uh, your friend had for lunch today or your spouse so to speak and uh, in terms of someone that you know mm-hmm. and then you can ask them later and validate what you received right if you right. use say you know your favorite movie star and f- right into it what they had for lunch today well unless you know them personally you're not going to be able to get the answer so you can't validate that so that's the way you start to know whether your intuition is right or not you build your skill as you're practicing and you start to get more and more hits and and you start to know okay that's what it feels like i know how it comes to me it comes quickly oh I, i i i saw that flash of a picture and the picture was right um, now I know how it comes as opposed to, and maybe the flash was, you know, just a portion of an image as opposed to something in detail. And you realize, oh, I get it now. Or that feeling when you walk into a room and you feel um, uneasy and it starts, maybe there's a little funny feeling that goes down your spine or um, maybe down your shoulders. And then you, every time you um, do that, you find out that maybe there was a, uh, Anger in the room, or you, you're meeting somebody who you um, who you don't click with, or they're just you know not not pleasant people to be around, and um, you start to go, oh, I noticed that now I know that feeling of when I feel that that's what it means. So that's how you start to learn what your intuition is telling you. You practice, make sure you can practice on something that's validatable, and uh, then you start to know.
0: That is a, that's good. So. It, you you practice like that and you get it validated which is great but what if there are other things or other thoughts that are coming to you and you can't validate them but there's something that's telling you like for instance those that are feeling that something negative is going to be flowing to them Mm
1: -hmm.
0: how do they know how do they how do they verify that within them? Uh,
1: well, that, again, you know, that you still, this is why you have to to build your skill. And I, I talk to a lot of people about this. You know, they learn a technique and they're like, all right, now let me go out and, and try it. And then they try it on, you know, big questions. Um, should I, you know, should I date that guy? Should I take this job? And it's like, you know, getting on the skis, somebody teaching you how to, you know, how to maybe do the pizza thing to slow down or turn your skis, and they say, all right, I'm ready for the black, you know, I'm ready to go down the black diamond, well, no, you're not, you know, you got to practice, you have to work on it, so as you get your skill built, and as you get better at it, then you're going to know when that negative thing is real, and, and when, you know, if that feeling is right, because you really do start to know whether you're you know what your intuition feels like and how it comes to you. Right. And so, you know, so it it'll it, it'll get better as time goes along. So that's wow. the best answer I could give you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it, it's just that you've got to start learning to trust yourself and you do that by verification. And, and
1: practicing, yeah. Because, you know, it, 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 I'm going to go back to tennis again. Um, how do you know that you're going to get that ball, every time you serve that ball, is going to go into the service box. How do you know that? How do you, when you pick up that ball, how do you know that 99% of the time you're going to get it in the box? Mm. You have to practice.
0: Exactly. So, how accurate, I mean, there's not any intuitive that is a hundred percent accurate that's correct so what is the the place the the percentage that is the average
1: well i think um you know for somebody who's highly intuitive is who's developed their skills and this even goes with people who from what i've seen people who were quote born you know knowing or or have that skill when they're young they too um develop it and they have to develop and those people who are uh great intuitives or great psychics you know they develop their skills to the point they continue to develop it um so like anything you have to develop and um you know so they get to the point where they're accuracy is very high it can be you know 85 90 95 percent correct and uh and again you're absolutely right not not everybody is 100 percent and there are a bunch of reasons for that and some of the reasons even when you're that skilled um are it could be that what you're picking up is uh hasn't happened yet it's something in the future it could be that um you misinterpret it it could be that it's um, not a message for you, but someone else. <laughs> that someone else is, you know, will understand it. Uh, so there are, are um, um, you know, a plethora of reasons why. Um, so not you may not, and it could also be that you just, you know, you didn't get it right. Um, so the, it's not necessarily that you're wrong, but there are a lot of different reasons. Now. That being said, it said there still is a lot of accuracy there. So I think for the average person, I think if you you get into you know over fifty percent, it depends you know on what it is that you're using it for. It's not a black and white science. And I think what is more difficult is when you're using your intuition for things that are high are charged, uh, highly charged emotionally. Um, And that becomes a little more difficult. So um, there are a lot of factors involved with the accuracy and and what you're using it for. Um, But that being said, again, you know, as you practice and you are able to um, understand how your intuition works for you, it's going to be more accurate in whatever you use it for. And uh, the other thing I'd like to tell people is that, your intuition is, often gives you guidance. It's not always giving you the answer that you're looking for or maybe the end um, goal. You know, it's like do this and you'll win a million dollars. That's not often how it gives you information. It's often giving you guidance, okay? You know, it, it'll push you in the direction that you are um, that you would like to have an outcome for or it, it, it will give you um, a clue to what's happening in the current situation today. Mm-hmm. Most people want to use their intuition for the future, and it's that becomes a little tricky because uh, the future is based on people's free will and sort of where energy is is going, where the momentum is going at, at the moment, but not necessarily. So it could shift.
0: Hmm. Yeah. What about with people who are intuitives, and I I consider myself an intuitive. Um. Mm-hmm. What uh, In the law of attraction, we can sometimes influence someone um, that may not um, be right. So are we, if someone comes along and and says you have Lyme disease and in fact you really don't, is that influencing them to Change their mindset and focus in on something that maybe is not correct, do you see what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I guess that's the question of um you know if you're thinking you know in terms of law of attraction, are you creating your future
0: absolutely
1: right and that's a good question um that's one of those things that uh you know um, my students and uh and even my son you know he he had a he he had a premonition about me getting very ill very sick oh. and he yeah you know, what had happened was um the i had uh i had gotten very ill i had th- I had the i thought i had the flu and it turned out long story short was that i had a heart infection and Ooh. they hadn't figured it out for a couple of weeks and I was getting sicker and sicker and um, the other half of that story was I used my intuition to help me get to get help, which Thank saved goodness. my life. Yeah, so that's, that's the half of the story but the other half of the story is that my son, who at the time was 10 when this happened, um, had dreams about it. He had dreams four years prior when he was in first grade, he was six years old and he told me after a um, you know I had gotten well and he said you know mommy I had dreams about you being sick and he said do you remember when I was in first grade and I had that horrible horrible dream and I said oh gosh I do remember and what happened was he ran to me one morning he says, mommy 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 I had this horrible dream I, I, I said what what he said I dreamt you got sick and they took you away in an ambulance and I said no 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 I'm okay look I'm fine I'm not sick right? I thought it was just you know a child's bad dream. Well he told me after I had gotten sick he said that that was the first one and he would have the dream over and over and over again and it would recur and it and the same events would happen play out but they got became more and more detailed as it got closer and closer to my actually being sick and he remembers in the dream he said he dreamt about the policeman. That he was bald, where he was standing in the living room, his posture, the things he said, and seeing me being taken away in the ambulance, he said oh. everything. And so, you know, I started to think, fortunately, you know, everything worked out alright, but I, I felt bad for him because I started to think, oh my gosh, well, this small child is probably now thinking, did I make it happen? Right? Mm. And I think... um, I think that I don't think he made it happen. No. I think he saw it coming. Uh and it, and what was really interesting about it was that it was fuzzy, and you know, years prior. And then, as it got closer and closer to the actual happening, it became more detailed. And it's almost as if the energy of the universe—you know—things are set in motion through whatever you want to call it, thoughts, right? Law of attraction, what you put out. And you know, did I make it happen to myself? I don't know. There, there's probably—I think—I'd like to believe there's more than just me making things happen to me. Um, I think I have—I'm a co-creator and but i I and for whatever reason and I'm a bigger person than my little ego mind, right? I've my higher self, I've got my soul, who knows what the plan was for me to go through that, and you know, I could come up with a bunch of reasons for why, and thank God you know i i it, everything came out okay um, so I guess going back to your question, um, I think a lot okay, I tell people that intuitive messages that information is just that it's information it's like reading the newspaper right mm-hmm. and people are like well, well what should I do with it and it's like well it's information you know it, does, it doesn't mean that when you get a message that you must do something about it you know the universe is bigger than you and if, yeah. if there is is if someone is meant to get the message. You might not be the messenger, they'll get it some way, you know, the universe will make it happen some other way. It's so complex. So and that's what I learned in studying science. It'll blow your mind. Physics blows your mind how, how complex things are. And so I think that um you get an intuitive message, what do you do with it? It's information. Somebody says you have Lyme disease. All right, now I'm thinking about it. Am I going to create it? Well, you know, you still can use the the Methodology, the methods of uh, the law of attraction. Say, you know what? I don't want to get Lyme disease. Exactly. Forget <laughs> it. Not, so I'm not You're talking think about like something that. else. Yeah.
0: <laughs> You're talking about somebody else. Not me. Not me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: But but you know what? That what your story of your son and that was brilliant. It also shows that intuition comes in many different forms. Yeah. through dreams, through muscle testing, through all of these other
1: things, Absolutely. right? Yes. Well, you know, I'd like to say that your body and and uh, actually I was reading a little more about this the other day um, through some uh, research that was done in science is that uh, your whole body and I believe this is, is a receiver and a transmitter, a receiver of, of intuitive information and um, you want to talk about, you know, you've got energy portals throughout your body, um, and information's coming in that way, and you also physically, you have what they call little mini-brains in different parts of your body, you know, and I was just thinking about it the other day, about like, oh, you know, that kind of makes sense, because there are creatures on this earth where they don't have a brain, they just have a neural system that goes throughout their body, and they still function. Right? Yeah. If they don't have a brain. So we have, but we as human beings, we have different neurological systems within us that actually function to um, keep our body going so we have what they believe already you know an, an enteric nervous system which is the brain in our gut we've got a brain in our heart and those things are helping those organs function and they remember and process information so with all that going on just think of all the information that we are gathering you know intuitively throughout our bodies
0: yes um and i heard that the heart has a brain the stomach has a brain matter of fact a lot of the organs do so it's really interesting how there is a connection in all of these different ways in which you receive information it's it's absolutely brilliant oh good good isn't it exciting it's fun (laughs) yeah i think it's so cool well what it does it gives the power back to us instead of taking and giving our power away we take it back and we we were all born with this power so we just have to develop it and that's why i think what you are doing in teaching is so important Because you're giving people their power back to get the messages themselves and to help others to fully be aware that we are living beyond this third dimensional world. We're really living in many dimensions and we can go forward. So this is what's so exciting.
1: Yes, it is. It absolutely is. And that's, you know, that when I, when my intuition, um, was able, when I was able to use it to help me and my health, I, you know, that's why I was like, you know, I can't keep this to myself. And, you know, if I could do this, if I could learn how to develop it from scratch, then I can, you know, other people can too. And everybody has that right to access it and, and be able to help their, I mean, I think, actually, I was talking to um, my husband this morning about, I think that, that your intuition is your gift from your creator to uh to grow in every different way i mean not only is it help you touch and and reach into what's beyond us whether you know it's spiritually and and physically but you know um why not why not use that that that's that's good that's healing (laughs) that's spiritual growth what else do you want (laughs)
0: uh yeah spiritual growth I like that a lot. And your book is called Intuition on Demand. Yes. Which is phenomenal.
1: Oh, and thank you. people
0: can go to www.intuitionondemandbook.com and you also have um another you have a website where they can find out a lot more information which is www.lmk88, auspicious number of eight, I love that, mm-hmm. dot com. Yeah. And I'll, I'm going to have links to this under my show notes. And so people can go and click on that and go directly to her site where you can purchase the book. And, you know, uh, this year, this is a two year. And I think from what I've been getting information on is this is a fast-paced manifesting year. And in order to manifest, in order to really understand, you've got to learn how you can connect with that intuition. Because that's going to make a dramatic difference in business, in relationships, in your making your dreams come true. You know, really... We were born with it there's no reason for us not to develop it
1: absolutely
0: and uh, what do you see for the future do you see this too that that we we this is in fact the next evolution of people to or of humans to really get down to the nitty gritty about us and how we're able to communicate with this energy of all that is.
1: I I absolutely believe that and I believe people are seeking uh to better themselves. You know, um one of the one of the eastern beliefs is uh, that when we as humans, when we are when we're in uh, at a point in our life where We no longer have to, you know, fight for our food, meaning you have to go out and hunt or go out and grow your food, and you don't have to worry about shelter and survival in that sense. Now you're freer to explore other things in your life, and that becomes more of a spiritual growth, right? That becomes more of a a looking how we can better ourselves, and I think um, a lot of people are seeking that, and they're seeking to improve themselves spiritually, and, and and that's really, you know, everything that's that is within us. And I, I think that people are, are seeking that. And um, you know, they also say that these young children that are being born today are special. Um, I was just watching; somebody sent me a video uh, on Facebook, and it was about these two little girls. It was a little um, news story about these two little girls. They were so young, and they must have been about five, six years old, and they're best of friends. And one is Caucasian, and the other one is African American, and they love each other so much, and they claim that they're twins, Mm -hmm. and they do, and they love each other so much, and they uh, that they want to wear the same clothes, they want to do the same things, just like twins do, and um, and at one point, some other child said to them, "You, you're not twins. You can't be twins. You, you know, you don't have the same skin color." and one of the little girls she said um that's not true we are um because we have the same soul mm. and what a what a beautiful story and uh really? you know i th- i think that's you know that's what the the younger generation is coming they're different uh they're they're already you know connected um and those of us who are not of that generation we're looking to connect and I, and that's why I did it that's why I studied intuition because it comes up over and over and over again in everything in your life not not only manifestation manifesting what you want in life physically but you know spiritually those people who have uh, evolved to become saints you know they're very very intuitive very psychic mm and but and they say that that's not the goal you know it's not the goal to become a saint and or become psychic you know that just the the path to sainthood isn't isn't uh the goal is being psychic but rather the goal is being you know one with god and that along the way you attain these skills you attain these uh, highly intuitive skills it's just part of us it's part of our evolution
0: yeah i love that i love that very well put you know you were talking about um in just the few minutes we have left you were talking about going out and hunting and and tracking and getting food and that reminded me of this article that i wrote Uh, it was about the study of these indian guides who had very very long hair And they were so outstanding in their tracking, so intuitive, they can find anything. (laughs) And then they were hired by the military to track. And what the military did was cut their hair completely off. (gasps) And Um. guess what? It turns out that their hair was their antenna or their intuition kind of like Samson and I thought they lost all of their their tracking skills it was fascinating (laughs) isn't that something but you see like you were saying every part of the body has a brain and we're all it's all connected and I, I just think wow this is fascinating You're Mm. absolutely correct. This is one fascinating subject that you can't get bored of.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I think it's so cool.
0: (laughs) It is. It is. So I am going to, again, recommend everybody go out and purchase this terrific book. You can't lose, I'll tell you, intuitionondemandbook.com. Go there and purchase it. You're going to be so glad. You did because once you start developing your intuition, wow, a whole new world's going to just open up for you. It's really incredible, wouldn't you say? That's correct.
1: Oh, absolutely! Yeah, it's uh, it's the beginning of a whole new life. Yeah. and just imagine what you know when your intuition is is right on, and you can use it on, when you want, on what you want, and you know you're, and you have something that you can help you get through life. You could feel like somebody's got your back that you know that you're going to be guided and that you can be calm and secure and feel safe and and know that you're, you know, you're on the right track. That's that's what I love about it
0: absolutely absolutely i love this thank you so much for coming on the show lisa k with the letter k uh i i thoroughly enjoyed it and i hope you come back on because uh, this is a subject that's near and dear to my heart and um something i fully believe in and you're a great teacher of it i can tell
1: oh thank you so much for having me i was great it was a great great interview and i would love to come back thanks joel
0: Okay. And to all my wonderful listeners, thank you so much. We'll be back next week with another great show of Law of Attraction Talk Radio.
1: Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio. If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to Jules at LOARadioNetwork.com. And have a great week.